Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of the podcast. I get to sit down with Kong Valley Collective, uh, Jonathan Alexander, and uh, basically go over his platform that they launched in January. But what really caught my attention about the Kong Valley Collective is the fact that they started off 2019 and launched officially, but all the work they did putting into it to set up this 31 days of giveaways and the success that he's had approaching companies is absolutely outstanding i mean i i'm taking notes from the guy so uh i really wanted to have him on he has a great platform really good intent behind uh, the kong valley collective and i wanted to share his success starting off um, with 31 days of giveaways and also make sure that everybody has an opportunity at some of these giveaways that he's having because there's some absolutely awesome giveaways i can't tell you what they are but um, I myself will be entering <laughs> in these giveaways. So um, anyways, hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, John is a very passionate, very motivating guy and uh, really has a great heart for what he's doing. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I'll see you in the end. At least tune in and see what's up. So well, I appreciate it's been pretty that. crazy. Every time I try to catch up lately, you're, you got me freaking swamp man <laughs> well that's good I, uh you know overload people with information right now i'm looking at my calendar and i just got done with one uh started podcasting that one at four o'clock and then uh i've got one with cody rich i think i did on sunday and then such so two three four five six i'll have seven podcasts this week um and i've already got uh one two three i'll have four scheduled for next week before and then once yeah so i, I i'm cranking on it man I, I wasn't kidding when i said grind and grow <laughs> yeah but i love it man because there's a whole lot of people that talk about that and then there's a whole lot of people that do something about that you know what i mean like putting putting action to the grindstone man it's very respectable i gotta tell you right well i i i Guys love following a journey, right? I mean, you, you know that. Guys love following somebody that's going somewhere. And not, you know, not to float my own boat here, but I feel like really being transparent with the numbers and not doing it like braggadociously, but like here's where I am. Here's here's I got my my ass kicked, you know, last month. But here's what <laughs> I'm doing this month. There or here's how I grew and and actually showing people what it's going to take cuz I believe I'm going to make it. And I think that's key. You have to believe in yourself. But I, I believe I'm going to make it. And I think that having motivation to show people what it's going to take, it's really, really empowering. And it, that's kind of been putting the wind in my sails uh, since since 2019 hit. There's only been one day I haven't podcasted this year. <laughs> so yeah. Well, it's uh, cool that you got a good support system. And it sounds like you're from the previous podcast that I've listened to and just from chatting with you a little bit online, like your wife's fully supportive and mm -hmm. you got the right connections of people to help you keep your mind in it and tell you. And I mean, I'll be honest with you, man, I'm not one to float people on like bullshit type of thing. If anything, you've seen kind of my message and it's exactly opposite of that. But I'll tell you that my thoughts are, I wouldn't listen to you if I didn't think you were somebody going somewhere or somebody with something to say, you know? Exactly. Well, and, and that, that's, that's a two way street, brother. I mean, if I, 
if I didn't think you were doing the right things or, you know, have had a good platform and, and we're going to be around. I don't know if you listen to the Cody Rich. I think you did listen to the Cody Rich one. And I've got to spend my time just because that's our most valuable commodity. You know, it's our time. Everything we do is to get our time to do what we want. And, you know, we go to, we go to a job, so we have money to spend, uh, our time the way we want to when we're not working. And that's why vacation time is so important and all that stuff. And so who I spend my time with, and I got to, you know, like on your end too, who you spend your time with, you have to make sure you're investing that in the right places. So I yeah, appreciate, I appreciate that. Time management, dude. Like nobody, you know, Brad, you've talked to Brad, so you know exactly this. But one thing Brad Lutterell has been really clear about is like, he never thought starting an outdoor app or brand <laughs> outdoor related would suck you away from your time in the woods, <laughs> but it's so incredibly true. It's yeah. not even funny, you know, it's, it's, you know, that is so spot on. Cause like, I'm going to, when I started this YouTube channel and podcast, I'm like, dude, I'm going to shoot all the time and I'm going to, you know, hunt all the time and record my adventures. And, and now that I'm doing it, it's, absolutely sucking my time away from actually doing it <laughs> so yeah i hear you dude my uh time yeah. sitting behind glass or like elk naps yep. has has shrunk because i mean i know it sounds kind of anti anti the function if you will like on the whole hunting thing but we're scouting but if i'm like not moving and looking at stuff i'm constantly because my phone's always got dinging or dinging answering messages or yeah. trying to coordinate you know for this kong valley thing especially man my my team has been working their their tail off trying to trying to set things up and it like thankfully because of that you know we came into this month ready so well i i want to get into that because you and i have t uh, have known each other through social media longer yep. than b prior to the kong valley right like uh, yes sir and i didn't know you were going to have a team and all this stuff so can you explain what is Kong? Well, introduce yourself, but explain what is Kong Valley and and I, you know, just basically what it is and, and who's on the team. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, are we live? Then are we recording? We've been recording the whole time, brother. <laughs> okay, man. Sorry about that. I wasn't sure if we were just. No, nope, I, I, you know, it's it's best if people don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Well, <clears throat> you have to forgive me if I'm repetitive. I'm very passionate. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes I get a little overpassionate or a little over repetitive in doing that. So I apologize in advance to mm -hmm. the listeners, especially. Um, so my name is Jonathan Metcalf. Um, I'm a father first and foremost. I'm a crane operator. I'm an avid outdoorsman. Uh, and I'm the one of the co-founders, if you will, now of this movement called the Kong Valley Collective. Um all this dates back to man i've always i've always loved hunting since i was a kid but i grew up in a family that it wasn't it wasn't that it was frowned upon but it wasn't like my mom and dad were hunters so going was like going with people from church or the next door neighbor's dad or just whatever resource i could friends parents and stuff like that it was never a priority if you will so, but I developed a passion primarily for just being outside from a very, very, very young age. And, you know, the, that's what all this stents to, um, I guess dates back to, if you will, is like, 
when I started thinking about things, um, I thought about how really, to be honest with you, I kept hearing, I listen to podcasts, as you know, and we discussed all the time. And one of the common themes I've heard in the last year, year and a half or so is discussing hunter numbers. And some people say that we're on the decline and then other people say that, well, we're not declining necessarily, but it's less, I don't know, favorable in public size. And so I kind of got on the train of like, even if you're, and when I say this, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but even if you're a nobody, you're a somebody. Every single moving body and voice can make an impact. And in fact, a lot of us don't realize, I think, the impact that we have. Um, be it, we think because we have, say, man, 300 followers, we're like, we're a nobody, nobody sees our stuff. But what we don't realize is that even out of, say, 30 pictures that we post, one of them is of like really good quality or something that will far outreach your audience that you can control your controllable audience if you will and so i got to thinking and i'm like man if that's the case we got to do something to speak out and to be positive that being said though i want to make it clear if you will garrett that i don't think i'm a pro i'm i'm no big famous guy man i'm just an average guy that works a nine to five mm -hmm. that really gives a shit about being outside Mm -hmm. you know, and, and being able to exercise my right primarily on public land to go out pound ground and try to pursue these magnificent animals. And so when we got into that, and when I got into looking at that, some of my closer friends that I do the crane circuit with, we talked about, well, how can we document our hunts? And then everybody knows, or at least everybody should know, about the guys like the born and raised and the hush and all these other big names that are really out there on the front lines, putting their message out there, fighting for the unheard or the unspoken. Mm -hmm. Right. So the one thing I did think though, and that I've ever since I've been a kid, I've always a hundred percent believed in is you got to be unique. Kind of like you and Cody already spoke about in that previous podcast which I'd highly recommend everybody check out if they haven't already, but you got to, you got to be unique. You got to have your own voice. So in no form of disrespect or like not even being appreciative or none of that, let's just say that, you know what I mean? I want to be clear on that too, mm -hmm. man. But in no form, I just was like, man, there's already guys out there doing this documenting their viewpoint on hunting. Right. And there's already guys that are far more capable than I am, both financially and gear and and foundation as far as followings and social media um, relationships and stuff like that, that were already doing something mm -hmm. as far as documenting their personal journey. Right. And their means to their definitions of, of a successful hunter. Right. Or are you, are you alluding to like uh, saturation? Yes, very much so. Thank you. That's a great word for it. The market is very oversaturated and people already trying to be giants. Right. You know what I mean? And so I didn't want to be that. So then 
I really had to go to the drawing boards, if you will, and think about what, what is one thing I can do to inspire, to motivate, to, to teach people, to share my message that's unique and that's not already being done. And so originally I had this thing called the upper left outdoors. That's what I was going to do. And I was going to document my journey just in the woods. And that doesn't mean like punching tags or this or that, but just my viewpoint on watching the sun come up or go down over the mountains and pounding ground and trying to find elk and whatever. But I just, I thought it'd be really cliche to launch something like that with all these guys that are already doing such a great job at mm -hmm. doing that. So boom, I, I get on the go wild app. There's your shameless plug for the episode. And <laughs> I get involved with them and they really kind of just inspire me to like, you really can use your voice, man. Check it out. Like there's power in numbers. And so I met guys like our mutual friend that, you know, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Glaser. Yes, sir. And, yep. yep. And Dan Traup. I met these guys on this app and then I heard like just through chat, you know, and hunting conversation, like these incredible stories like jimmy's grandpa is one sheep away from a sheep slam really so yes and he, and he's been after that one sheep forgive me if i'm wrong to me but i think three or four times and just hasn't been able to connect and that's the desert sheep that he's missing for a sheep slam but he's got a stone he's got a doll he's got a big horn mm -hmm. right so it's it was just an incredible thing i'm like man that's a powerful story that's really cool. Like, even if you're not a hunter, you'll like, there's something about that that needs to be told, mm -hmm. you know? And then Dan, you know, he had some tragedies in his family with his father and stuff, which isn't my business to specifically get into, but there were some tragedies and stuff, but his dad brought him up as a, as a hunter. And so he's on this personal conquest, if you will, to crush a whitetail slam being all the subspecies in different areas of whitetails. And he's very passionate about pursuing that both with a bow muzzle loader rifle. He doesn't care. Hmm. And I was like, man, that's a cool story. Right. And so I spent more time talking to these guys and I found that there was a uniqueness in their voices and there was something there to be told. So then birthed the idea of Kong Valley Kong being the mythical beast, if you will, to in my case, hunting is elk, right? Mm -hmm. But in somebody else's case, that might be a deer or a hog or a black bear or grizzly bear. Who knows? You know, caribou, sheep. I'm nobody to judge what your Kong is. I'm just saying, if you were to epitomize like this ultimate being of an animal, like when you go out and you had the most perfect elk hunt or animal, big game, that's Kong. And that could be a spike elk or it could be a seven by seven. It doesn't matter to me, brother. But hmm. the epitome of what your goals and dreams outdoors is. And for some people, that may be summiting, you know, the three sisters or something. So I got to thinking about that. And I was like, what's a way that I can have this conversation and document this and bring it to the world that's unique? And so with the help of those guys... And my co-founder, Christian, we were able to get back to the drawing board and really sit down and dissect and decide, you know what? One thing that we can all agree on is that we feel like the definition of 
success has been mucked. The water has been very dirty as of the past couple of years. And I'm sure you would agree because I've heard some of your podcasts where you talk about the positives and negatives of social media. But I think a lot of that being the, the wanting so desperate acceptance of known like the world in your in your conquest so in a lot of ways i feel like that's become measured by inches and then in a lot of ways i feel like that's become measured on the overpopular meat narrative mm-hmm. right but and when i say this i know this is going to be a hot water topic right here but <laughs> i don't think it's either man i don't think you know you hear people say that specifically i've heard a lot of people say that meat is the answer to relating with antis. It's not. Okay. And I disagree. You I think do. It is. I disagree that I disagree that it is because Okay. That I disagree that it is the answer is what I'm saying okay. because although I do think it's a powerful narrative, I think it's the narrative they've already heard. It's a narrative that anybody that does their research can say, well, if I go meet a local farmer, do my research, spend an hour on the internet, I can find grass-fed beef at a lower cost than what it costs guys like us that are super passionate anyway to go out and hunt. By the mm-hmm. time you're into, I know you just did that budget build, but hear me out this, by the time you're into a bow or a rifle, ammunition and arrows, tags, and time being the greatest commodity, right? That price tag is far higher than what it would cost you to get a half a beef absolutely from a grass-fed organic farm if you will using that word organic mm-hmm. right so i i i can't i can't stress enough that i'm not taking away from the guys that are truly meat hunters and those that have like allergies to beef or whatever i'm not taking away from that some people and i'm sure there is a demographic that is truly what it's about but i'm here to tell you for the majority of us in my opinion, it is really just a justification for our shortcomings in the sense of, I feel that we, we say, well, for example, not the biggest bull on the mountain, but my freezer is full. <laughs> right. Right. So what you're saying is you're in your mind when you went into season, your target animal, you couldn't connect with or whatever. It beat you in its own game of chess is essentially what happened and you took one less worthy not not all the time don't get me wrong not all the time but holistically speaking you're on a 10-day hunt this Mm -hmm. is the way i explain this to people when i'm talking to them in person you're on a 10-day hunt day one 10 minutes in you're cruising through this meadow and you look up and there's a spike at 45 yards doesn't even know you're there doesn't care you look at it, you take a couple pictures, cool, your blood, your heart's pumping, your blood's going, but you walk. Why? Because realistically, you have this painted in your mind, I'm going to go after this, in the sense of deer, I'm going to go after this three or four point, or in the sense of elk, I'm going to go after this five point or this six point or this big herd bull, right? Mm-hmm. And so you keep hiking. You're like, oh, it's only day one. Well, on day four, after the mountain realistic time frames here right of a 10-day hunt day four of a 10-day hunt the mountains whooped your ass and you're on your way out 
in that spikes 10 yards further than when you left him and you smoke him, pack him out back to the truck and you take these pictures and you post them on social media. You're like, well, it's not the biggest bull on the mountain, but my freezer's full. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and, and when I'm saying this, I'm not trying to sound like a chauvinistic pig because I truly, to me, any elk you get, congratulations, or any deer, congratulations, man, you've done the deed. You know, you've done something a lot of people haven't, a lot of people strive to do, or a lot of people wonder what it's like. So I have a great respect for that. But what I'm saying is be proud of that. Don't over-justify it by sitting there and telling people, well, my freezer's full, even though he wasn't the big, you don't need to say any of that. Tell me about how it went down, man. I got my ass handed to me. I was on my way out. I looked up. And holy cow, that spike was there again. And my heart started racing and I knew I could punch that tag. And rather than go home empty handed, I shot that bull because that's what I wanted to do because I knew I could, you know, tell the truth is what I'm saying. Be authentic. So to answer your original question on what Kong Valley is, Kong Valley is a movement. It's called the Kong Valley Collective for those of, the, for those of you wondering what we're talking about. And Essentially, it's a collective of like-minded men and women of, that love being outdoors. And I, I can't stress enough. I don't care if that's hunting. I don't care if it's fishing, hiking, snowshoeing, riding snowmobiles, whatever. But being outside, and this is a collective of like-minded people that are sick of seeing the industry's take on what a successful individual is or isn't. And when I say that, I mean in definitions of a punch tag, a record fish, big air, like 75-foot drop in a snow machine. or mm-hmm. you, you get what I'm saying? Uh, I don't have any good examples of hiking because I'm not super big on summiting or snowshoeing. I mean, mm-hmm. you see me, I'm a big-ass dude. Hiking <laughs> in snow isn't my preferred method. But well, it sounds like what you're saying that. is what Fred Bear – it's basically a, a Fred Bear quote that, that floats around the internet is, you know, a hunt solely based on the kill comes short of what it's really about. And that's paraphrasing, but that sounds basically what your, what your motto is for, for Kong Valley. Yeah. And that's exactly it. And it's funny you bring that up because I think Michael Batiste of the Elk Kong Academy posted a picture with that quote that you're referencing there Mm -hmm. not too long ago. And, and, and as, and then summary, it pretty much says exactly what you said. It, it, it's the experience that you're after Mm -hmm. that, that fulfillment in your heart, you know, and that's hundred percent. You're right, man. But it's so much more than that because when I say it's a collective of people, I mean, this is to bring a mutual respect back into the industry. And when I say the industry, I mean the outdoors as a whole, where not just hunting. you don't. Yeah. I mean, hunting is my passion, but to be a part of this collective or to be part of this movement and what we're targeting, it's not just that it's so much more. It's, it's showing that guy that cares about hiking the peace, the Pacific crest trail or the Arizona trail. As passionate as he is. Did I lose you? You did did for a second. There you are. There you are. Sorry. It's showing that guy that even if he's like a big into hiking the Pacific crest trail or the, the Arizona trail or any of these other trails, right. Mm-hmm. That as much time as he spends in getting his kit ready, we spend in getting our kit ready as hunters or fishermen. 
right? And that there's a commonality being passion, man. Passion is the key and the commonality that people, I feel like has been misplaced because I don't need you to want to hunt. What I need for you to do is to understand my passion behind why I hunt specifically or why we as a community hunt and vice versa. I don't, they don't need, we don't need to hike or be interested in trekking 2000 miles in a year. Right. But we need to respect and understand the passion behind their desire to do that. And we need to unify as one voice and be like, this is our land. This is our mission, right. To protect this. This is our, this is what we love as people, right. This is honestly, and I mean, Garrett, I've, I've seen enough of your stuff, man. I've, I mean, like you said, brother, we've been talking on social media and stuff, but I've followed around some of your YouTube videos. I've listened to a lot of your podcasts. I've seen a lot of your message. So I think you'll mm -hmm. agree with me on this statement right here is that what we care about the most is living the best version of us we can in this, this almost unexplainable calling at our heart that pulls us five miles or six miles or 10 miles or however many miles into the woods at times that others aren't right and so when it comes to 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 explain why i formed the kong valley why why we decided to go this route is because we want people to understand that it's not the meat it's not the inches it's not the biggest fish it's not how many miles you hike it's the fact that you went out and you did it and that the commonality for these I want to call them lost sheep for the people that don't understand what we're doing here is passion. And I reference that by, or I preface that by saying like, I personally could give a shit less about baseball, right? Personally. Mm -hmm. However, some of my best friends from the military and other things and avenues I've been in in life are super big Dodgers or Oakland A's fans, right? And so hearing them talk about baseball in the passionate ways that they do, even if I don't appreciate it, when I'm in the airport going somewhere and I'm sitting in a bar having a whiskey or whatever, or I'm sitting there drinking water by the water fountain, and I look up and I see the TV playing and it's baseball, I might stop and look at it for a second and be like, you know what, even though that's not my thing, that connects me with my buddy Tanner and I would never want him to lose that. So if it ever came to a ballot, I'm going to vote, let him play ball. Right. Mm -hmm. Even though it's not me or even, even as far as like, if I'm sitting at the bar, I might've, when I was younger, been like, can you change this baseball channel to the basketball game? Right. Realistically, I might've mm -hmm. been like, Hey man, throw the Blazers game on or something. But now just because it connects me to a memory with a person, I'm going to let it ride, man. And just enjoy my drink. Right. Or my, That's my dinner. That's a really interesting perspective that I haven't thought of or, or heard of yet. You know, taking something that you're not into, but being able to relate it to somebody that means something to you would now make that thing valuable for you. Right. So that that's a really interesting perspective. So you've got you and Jimmy is on the team. Uh, yep. who, who else do you guys have on there? Because uh, Jimmy's a listener and, and a subscriber to all the content that we do and started off as, as such and now he's a a guy that i consider a friend online I and mean, he's a great guy yeah jimmy jimmy man 
I'm going to take two minutes to talk about Jimmy. Jimmy is <laughs> shout out to Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> shout out to Jimmy. Dude, he's one of the most phenomenal human beings I've ever got the opportunity to become call a brother. I enjoy uh, watching him guy, with his kid hunting and stuff. Yeah, I, man, I, his leadership with his son is unreal. It is awesome. Being outside and you know getting to know him and knowing his story and kind of his background even yeah. more so. There's just so much. But so we got Jimmy. He's our chief of staff. So pretty much uh, our version of an ambassador for Kong Valley is called a legend, a hometown legend. Mm-hmm. So we got Jimmy involved. And really the cool thing is, is watching, you know, on that, on very much so that narrative I just preached to you there. I watched Jimmy find his voice over mm-hmm. the last year. And I'm sure you've seen it because you've been following him. Like his content's getting stronger. Mm-hmm. His message is getting clearer he's getting more comfortable in front of the camera and sharing his thoughts in a respectful way. Like it, Jimmy's become woke. So that being said, we brought Jimmy on. Jimmy's been involved with this since probably last December, last February, really. Oh, wow. I guess. Yeah. But on the planning stages. And then I asked Jimmy if he would come on and be my chief of staff. Um, simply man, you know how it is managing time and things like I'm so focused on trying to build, partnerships and content and stuff like that. I needed somebody to be able to bring the guys that we asked to represent us and kind of let them know what we're expecting and what we would like and the message we want to see preached and so on and so forth. And not in a, not in a, I guess, premeditative way. Like we want you to say this or that, but just encourage them that, Hey man, what you're doing is why we've asked you to work with us, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, don't be afraid to speak up. And so that's Jimmy and Dan. He's another great man, man. I'm not going to spend two minutes on him because, you know, our time's valuable, but Dan is another great human being. He's my chief strategy officer. That man is, he doesn't miss a beat, dude. You could tell him that the color of a post was pink and he would argue with you that <laughs> you saw it three weeks ago and it was really orange. Mm-hmm. You know, he just doesn't miss it. So Dan helps me with a lot of strategy stuff when it comes to pushing me to keep going or rewrite that email or this email and just kind of bounce things off and as well as helping Jim with, you know, like maybe recommending some people or whatever, you know, as far as influence type stuff goes. So there's Dan and then my co-founder and my VP, I guess COO is Christian Armstrong. You've seen him on our page called Rev. That man is a myth. Um, I've only known him since elk season, so like August or September we started speaking. Mm-hmm. But that guy is like my brother. I mean, if I had a, a little skinny clone, that's, <laughs> you know what I mean, a freaking diabetic version or an anorexic version of me, there's Red. Um, his passion and his voice and his message far outreaches anything I could have ever expected or hoped to meet and to accompany me. And him and I are the ones that kind of go to battle with deciding the direction and the narrative of what we're going to try to do. And he's really been instrumental in both kind of checking me and helping me keep my mind right. And I mean, I can't speak enough. So he's my VP. You'll see him a lot in giveaways. You'll see him a lot on the Kong Valley Instagram page. He Mm -hmm. helps me run. So he's the man. He can answer anything a hundred percent on my behalf, you know, um, helping me be able to focus as the president and 
I guess, original founder, but co-founder, because this is a team effort. I want to make that clear. It's not one person. It's about a collective of people. But this was my brainchild two years ago, man. If you were to ask me if I ever thought it would be what it is today, it's super humbling to see see what we've got. You yeah, know? and it's it's really grown feet pretty quick. So with the uh, with the Kong Valley, are you guys actively looking for the uh, – you, you called them legends or, or local legends. Are you guys looking at, at kind of like branching out at, at a local level across, you know – so, <laughs> so this is where I got to be careful because I, I can't tell you all my secrets right now. Just be, <laughs> and I and I don't. It's not a secret. Like, shh, it's just more like I don't want to unveil all the ba- all the eggs in my basket because the direction that's going, I'm telling you, is monumental. Mm-hmm. And I can't clue everybody in on what we're doing just because we want to be the ones to bring it to you first, and because we've worked very hard to lay the foundation for the direction we're headed. But I will tell you that my team has got guys in Virginia. My team has people, has outfitters in Canada. My team has photographers and videographers in Texas. My team has people in Wisconsin. I got guys in Wyoming. I got other guys in Oregon. I got guys in Washington. So Kong Valley was founded and launched here in Oregon, but our roots run across the country and the continent, if you will. Okay. That's kind of what I was thinking is that you guys were maybe trying to expand and, and, and reach, you know, as many folks as you could. But um, so with with the Kong Valley, um, you guys have – I love your guys' posts. Your Instagram posts are great, and, and I really love Thank the you. message that you guys, that you guys bring uh, with the – with, and I even volunteered to be a part of the giveaways that you guys have going on. And, and one thing that uh, through talking to you that I've learned looking out and forming partnerships and stuff like that, and, and I've, I've known this, but um, you've really shed it back into light is, first of all, excitement is contagious. If you have somebody come up to you that's super excited about something, immediately you're going to match that excitement and say, what, what, what is it? You know, like you are really good at that. And and, and your your passion is is very contagious. Uh, just talking to you, and, and that's really served you well in in forming and building Kong Valley. I feel that feel, forming partnerships and getting these guys to help you with giveaways and stuff. Um, you know, if somebody's not excited about something, like, hey man, I'm doing this giveaway. Would you be cool? You know, could you throw in a hat? Thanks. You know, that's different than. Hey man, I got this giveaway. We're making a huge impact. We're growing like crazy. You know, you, you have kind of this edge about you. Um, that's 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 a part that that you have achieved and, and done really well, and I really appreciate that. And you've kind of helped me get my edge back when I when I approach people now because it, it was getting to the point where, you know, like a, a lot of guys out there that. you know I get beat up just like everybody else does, and I I yep. don't get the deals that I look for. I haven't got one yet. Um, and I've been trying for, and it's I've actually, you know, I'll tell you, I, I've been, uh, I've been vlogging in, this is the first I've actually told anybody this. I've been vlogging my journey and recording my conversations without having the other person being recorded. But you can hear how my conversations go when I make these calls to companies and you can hear me get my ass kicked. And, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm recording this journey and I don't, there's no set date when I'm going to upload it, but I've been recording this journey so when I do get to a certain point that I feel that, hey, if I share this, it's going to impact somebody that's going to go through that same shit I did. 
I'm going to upload that and you're going to hear somebody that rabbit ears has made it, you know, where they want in the industry. And you'd be like, dude, that guy was getting his ass kicked. Now look where he's at, you know? And, and so planning ahead, I'm trying to make that impact, but I just wanted to make a point to tell you that excitement is contagious. Your passion, um, has served you very well. And I, I, I feel like that's been a big, uh, player for you, man. And to hear that, especially coming from a guy like you, man, that's, I can't thank you enough. That's mm-hmm. super, that's super humbling. And honestly, that means more than I can even put into words right now. No. <laughs> it really does. Like, so thank you for that. But yeah. you know, one thing I'll, I'll tell you, and I want to tell the listeners is I don't care if it's basketball, if it's hunting, if it's swimming, if it's fishing, what, whatever it is, driving cars, freaking running track, whatever, right? Being a parent. I mean, that's a big one, right? I don't care what it is. You have to believe in what you're trying to do. You have to. And so sometimes, you know, you've heard them, people refer to me as motivational Metcalf and so on and so forth. And I've been lying to tell you, man, there's not times when my ass isn't handed to me. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm a human being. Sometimes I, my feelings are too involved or wrapped up in what I'm doing. And I just, man, I'm just a normal guy. Like I said, I work a nine to five. I'm a blue collar guy. And so passion and, and stuff like that. Motivation is like, sometimes that's all you have to carry you through that dark time. Mm -hmm. And I'm a very firm believer that I, I know I use this analogy on Royce's podcast, but I want you to think about what I'm saying here is that gold being one of the most precious metals on earth, right? can only be refined by what heat heat fire right so in life when it comes to refining a human being or a person or evolving you know like going through a process of evolution tribulation is your greatest enemy but your greatest gift because it's going to strip you down and build you back in the purest biggest best version even if you can't see it at that very moment. And so if gold, if it takes fire and heat, the thing that breaks down everything on earth to melt gold and purify it into a glob, if you will, then it's going to take fire and heat to take a human being and tribulation to take a human being and make them something that they never thought they could be. And am I saying that that's me? No, man. I'm just saying, take that for your journey. It's an ever growing, ever evolving process. But take that, put it in the memory bank when you're going through those times when you're dealing with these companies or these other conversations and be like, hey, I learned from that, right? I grew from that. And I mean, I don't want to get into partnership stuff too much just because there's a big part of me that feels like to really enjoy it and respect it and to be able to offer these people the most, you got to kind of find your own voice for reaching out to these guys. Mm -hmm. But I'm here to tell you that there's a huge difference kind of like you already stated in telling somebody like, Hey man, do you want to donate some stuff to a giveaway I'm putting together? There there's one, there's one route that I've heard a lot of people and I've seen it, right. Cause people approach me now, which is crazy and say, Hey man, do you guys want to do this? Right. There's when you're a busy guy and if I'm a marketing guy and I get hit up by a thousand people a day, right. Or a hundred people a day, even I get a hundred messages or 10 even, I mean, to get involved in something, I'm going to screen that and I'm going to build this callus, whether I mean to or not. Right. 
I'm going to build this callus towards a real quick breakdown and read a message and either it catches me or it doesn't. And I'm going to make my initial decision off that first 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, honestly, I'm going to give you two minutes of my time and then I'm going to skimp to the bottom and see what the hell you want. Makes sense. And you got to treat that. You got to treat reaching out to people with that same mentality. Like, listen, I apologize. And you're not really sorry, but you are because like, I appreciate that you're, that's a better word for it, that you're taking your time to read this. This is who I am. This is what I'm looking for. This is the direction I'm trying to go. This is why I've reached out to you specifically. Mm -hmm. This is what I want, right? Those four things. God, I can't believe I'm saying those four (laughs) things right there, man. Those four (laughs) things right there, leave it in their hands. They don't need to follow you up with a question like, so who are you? Or what are you guys doing? Or, okay, that's cool. But what do you want from me? Right? They don't need that. They have all the information right there in front of them on the value proposition side of things, right? To be like, even if it's something that they're like, dude, because to be honest with you, 31 days of giveaways is a chore. I'm going to tell you straight up. I've sent more emails in the last two months than I ever have in my life (laughs) to different people. And it would be a lie to tell you that I haven't been told no thank you or got (laughs) no responses. Right. Right. That's a lie if I say that. But I will tell you that my ratio is higher than most. I would say my ratio of response is higher than my ratio of nothing, even if it is a no, right? right? Because I've answered all their questions. I've talked to them about what I want, who I am, where I'm going, what I'm asking for from them and why. And I've left it right there. If they have two minutes to make a decision between me and 10 people, I've at least either opened the door for them to pursue me with more questions that they have they need for their boss, or if they are the boss to make an emotional based decision right then and there that says, Hey, I like what this guy's saying. He's different. Hmm. Sure, man. It's no skin off my back, but you have to think about who you're sending that to. If you're sending that to Kong Valley where we're just in the beginning stages and you're like, Hey, can you send me this, this, and this, and this, and this is what we want. It's like, Hey man, we're just getting going ourselves." You know, I pre- it's humbling that you'd reach out to me, but I can't do that because right. this is all a passion project, man. It's out of our pockets. Right. You know, this isn't paid for by other people. But I'm not going to name drop any, but if you go to a larger company, let's just say, and I have no relation with these guys, I'm going to say that, but Mossy Oak, who has a $2 million or $10 million marketing budget, it's really easy for them to be like, yeah, dude, here's $100 worth of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they have that budget already. So you got to know that going into your target audience. But uh, again, I can't stress enough that that doesn't matter if you're talking about trying to pick up a partnership or you're trying to pick up a hunting partner. If you treat every relationship or conversation with that same tenacity, you're going to get to the point and you're going to get to a realness with that individual or company in a matter of seconds versus hoping on a 10 email conversation, which a lot of these guys, honestly, they don't got time for it. Right. You know? Well, I, I, I want to expand on that a little bit. Cause I've talked to guys that are larger into the industry and it's amazing how many times they got told no by a company before they got told, got told yes. And the way that they've put it is, would you want to work with a quitter? You know, it, some companies may be interested 
in in working with you either way you know yeah we're interested but if you if you're if it doesn't work out we don't really care but if a guy is persistent and he stays on top of him and he says here here's what i've done now here's what i've changed here's how much i've grown uh nope still not interested all right screw it month later here's where we're at here's how much i've grown i'm still here i'm still here uh, you know it's almost like the squeaky wheel does get the grease but you have to have something behind that and you have to show where you're going and i, I have heard some companies um through emails that you know guys that have successfully gotten deals and i, I legit sponsorships um after being told no you know eight to ten times and yeah but here's the difference though man that's where the boys of the the boys and the men get weeded out. Mm-hmm. Here's where you got those that are serious about it, and here's where you got those that quick it was about deals. a handout. Yep, yep. And, and uh, I mean, I'm sure you can respect that because I mean, let's be honest. You, you and I have talked offline a little bit on the on this very topic, and you said, you know, hey, in full transparency, I did have a pretty healthy offer, but. I personally wasn't ready for that commitment myself where I'm at, you know, without getting into specifics. Cause I don't think right. that's really important, but no, but I think that there's value in the fact that you were able to make that decision respectfully, because that does leave that door propped open for when you are ready to commit to something at that higher end level or higher echelon. And quite frankly, if I tell somebody no at first and then they reapproach me for me personally, right. I'm going to look at their page again since the last time we talked. I might click on their profile, say Instagram specifically, or go wild. I might click on their profile. I might see what they've been up to. If I look at it and they haven't made a post since two months ago, well, did honestly, you got to be honest with yourself and be like, you're still not worth my commitment and my, my company or my time or my personal money or time. Not that you're not as a human being worth it, right. but just financially speaking, I'm rolling the dice on probably losing odds and that's not something I want to do. Whereas if I look and I see, since you come to me with the information telling me like what you just said, this is where I was, this is what we're doing. This is what we're still doing. There's something there that also shows me you genuinely want to work with me, but why? And so now I'm going to dig deeper into what it is about you through pictures or whatever you display that makes you want to do that. Or even if that's a shoot me a message on what, what, what exactly were you trying to do again? That's a second interview. And a lot of people don't realize that they take that. Well, what's your numbers conversation as oh, it's such a chore and bubble. And trust me, man, I've been that guy. Like, Oh, are you kidding me? You want me to average all my likes on pictures and comments and da 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 da. Like that's a lot of work, but then you got to think about, like let's just say market value you're asking for a thousand dollars worth of stuff right but you can't give them an hour worth of your time right you know what i mean so what even even if sometimes you got to maybe treat it like they're just testing to see if you're serious about it or if you're not because in a lot of these cases with i'm sure you can agree with those people you've talked to these companies that they're talking about are larger companies Mm -hmm. that are very analytical, right? And they're very reputable. So they're going to want to see that you're as real as they are. They right. don't necessarily care that you have 500 or 5,000 followers or 50,000. That doesn't really matter, but they want to care that you're as constant, consistent, realistic, and 
honest and respectable mm-hmm. as the person you're trying to portray through a message, right? And so sometimes that takes a second interview. But either way, I think you nailed the hit, the the nail on the head there with the hammer with the fact that you don't take a no as always a no. Take it as a until next time. Because yeah. maybe maybe I will let's just use Masio, because again, I have no affiliation with them. But maybe right now Masio tells me, dude, sorry, man, I got guys like from field to plate. Those guys are incredible. This is the numbers. They're cooking. They're doing this. They're on their own mission. You know, my value proposition is in them right now. But what's to say two years from now, I'm not happy what he was and they see the potential. And then that's what they bite on is the potential of what they see that you could be. Right. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, I think the key thing here that we're both agreeing on is you have to be serious about them. It has to be something that you wanted regardless of the yes. You know what I mean? I mean, like for me personally, I'm not going to reach out to somebody that I have no desire to use their stuff and ask them to give me something to give to somebody else right. that does them and me no good. You know what I mean? Other than maybe it connects somebody that becomes a lifelong user, but your odds are real slim there, man. You know, I, I agree. you got to be about it. And, uh, you know, I, I've been getting hit up a little bit more lately, um, for guys wanting to come onto the podcast and it just seems, you know, my first thing, and, and, and this is the, probably the way that companies look at it too, is first of all, what's the intent here? Are they trying to add value to my audience or are they just trying to get their shit out? You know, like what is, <laughs> what is really going on here? And, uh, you know, that for me, I've been told no, uh, Cody Rich, you know, like his, his and I conversation, uh, I hit him up back when I started in June. I was I was asking him a bunch of stupid questions about podcasting and how it works and all this stuff. And then uh, uh, I don't know if I ever asked for him to come onto the show or for me to come onto his show. But it took um, about six months. No, yeah, six months for him to finally see that okay, this guy's serious and to to come onto the show and. and now that you know, just with that, we're only talking six months. That's not a very long time, you know. I mean, but it in, feels like forever. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, I've been doing YouTube for. Uh, I started in two thousand. Well, when the Halon came out, what was that? Two thousand sixteen, um, seventeen, eighteen. Oh, two thousand. I don't know. This is my th- going into fourth year. January twenty fourth will be my fourth year on YouTube. And it doesn't feel like it's been that long because I've been having fun along the way. But when I can build from zero to 60 in six months, just being consistent, there's a lot of power in that. And, and guys, are you got to believe it right now that even though you don't think what you're doing right now, if you have 200 subscribers, what you're doing right now really does matter because you might have somebody like Kong Valley or you might have uh, filled, you know, Yeti coolers watching your ass saying, Hey, this might be an up and comer. Let's see if he sticks around or let's see how consistent he is. You don't know what these companies are looking at. Not that they are doing that, but I can tell you if I wasn't consistent, I never would have got Cody on the show that that wouldn't right. happen. Right. And so work ethic, you gotta, you gotta be the person that you're, that you've got to be. And for not only off the camera, off the podcast, you got to be legit. You got to be yourself and you got to be something that is duplicatable and sustainable for yourself down the road. Is seven to eight podcasts a week sustainable? Hell no. 
Like I, I'm doing that this week, but three, three to four, I could, I could probably do that. You know, we're, we're, we're going into an easy time of year where I don't have a lot going on. So podcasting is my main thing, but you know, right. So, I mean, it's easy to be, it's easy to do good when times are easy, but what integrity is and, and what people want to see is when shit's not going your way, are you still doing it? Are you still paddling? Are you still sticking with it? Because, you know, everybody wants to show you their highs and no one wants to show you their lows. Right. And so with that, though, man, it's funny that you mentioned that. It's like you say, like, you've been YouTube in four years and I got to commend you on that because there's a lot of guys that don't make it. Are we still there? Sorry, I saw yeah. you glitching a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, I mean, we okay. got guys that there's, only there's, make it There's a, month. a lot of guys that go <laughs> six months and wash out. Yeah. You know, honestly. There's a lot of YouTube channels out there. They go six months or even three weeks and then they're done because the burden, it's too much or it's too much time consumption or whatever, right? Like you got to want it, brother. Well, that's, that that's goes back to intent. To. You know, are you um, looking for, are you looking for a get rich quick? Are you looking yeah. for easy success? Are you looking for the rocket ship to getting yourself discovered? The guys are flashing. I call them flash in the pants because they're gone. You know, even guys that may have really good growth, and I'm saying maybe they gain a thousand subscribers their first six months. To me, that's really good growth. Um, you know, it took me two years to hit 1,200 subscribers, you know, a thousand subscribers. This last year was a was a good year. Uh, I, I I think I underestimated what my goals should have been. Um, I I like hitting my goals my goals, but I also don't like hitting my goals because that makes me feel like maybe I didn't try hard enough at the beginning to set my goals high enough. Um, you know, that's your progressive personality though, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? That shows you that you're going to make it right there. Mm -hmm. Right. The fact that you can be open-minded enough to look at this and be like, well, I did hit my goal. That's cool. But maybe my, my goal, goal. wasn't enough. <laughs> like that exactly. tells you how bad you want it. Right. Right. You can almost want it so bad. You want to set yourself up to reach that. You're almost flirting with that red line of can't, you know right. what I mean? what can I do? I know I can do this, this, and this. Like for me, I know I can post a photo every other day or whatever. Right. Especially with content creators, that's mm -hmm. easy, but can I maintain a photo a day? Can I put, I know I can get 10 days of giveaways. I have believed that I got three at the beginning, you know, I had three months to get it done 10 days. That should be nothing, you know, between partners and other guys I can reach out to. I should be able to find 10 people, mm -hmm. but it was a goal of, 31 and let me tell you man as kind of like what you're saying part of me is like man should i have set that higher like just to double up on certain things but then there's a big part i'm just thankful for being able to get it done at the same time right and so but the key thing that i think that that is like paramount in this though is even in say six months in your four years right what is six months in four in the grand scheme of four years or even more realistically, because this applies to everyday life, what is four years in the amongst of 15? Nothing. Four years is like I was 21, and now I'm 25, and now I'm 35 <laughs> with 10 kids. Like 10, you look back like when we graduated high school, man, and you're like, for me, I'm like, man, that was 11 years ago. Exactly. That's insane, right? Yeah, to yeah. me, that's insane. 11 years ago, I, I graduated high school? Like, yeah. Think about all the yeah. things that I've lived through. I've been to Afghanistan a few times since there. I've been a Marine. I've become a father. Like, I got a family. Like, 
what I was 11 years ago, which seems like yesterday is such a flash. And when I'm 40, I'm going to look back and be like, holy shit, man. I got a 15 year old kid. Yeah. Or if you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you're like, what? <laughs> so that's where I think like, it's super paramount that for some people in specifically building branding or building anything you're going to do going after it passionately, you got to be realistic with yourself and be like, sometimes that's being like, I over, I overshot for a year or I undershot. <laughs> right? right. But in 10 years, you got to think about if I'm serious about this 10 years from now, what's this going to look like? And for you 10 years from now, that very well could be sitting in a studio right now, podcasting, talking about episode 15,700, <laughs> like the next like the next Jay Scott or Cody Rich, you know what I mean? Honestly. Yeah. Like that's what 15 years from now could look like, or it could look like during the, I guess the industry's hall of fame. I know that's not a real thing. People, <laughs> uh, by the way, people, I know that's not a real thing, but in 15 years, it could be right. In 15 years, we're going to be talking about people like you and Cody Rich and the born and raised guys. Like we are Jim Shockey and Fred bear. Realistic. Well, they got the country music awards. They have the outdoor industry awards or something like that. You know, I mean, yeah, it, it is totally in the realm of possibility. I do want to go over your giveaway real quick because to me, it really opened my eyes to like, man, I, I've got room to improve my own game here when I approach a company um, because you've got <laughs> some guys to give you some giveaway items that I don't want to announce it for you because I don't know if it hasn't leaked out yet. Uh, but we're not just talking hats. I mean, I'm giving a hat because that's all I can do right now. <laughs> but you've got some legit giveaways coming up. I'm talking shit I wish I could win. You know, like. Well, you, you can some... if you enter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I didn't know if I could be eligible. <laughs> oh, yeah. You won't uh, win your hat. How's that? I won't win my hat. Yeah. Well, I will. Have you announced all the giveaways yet, what they are? Um. No, because we're kind of playing it by surprise. But okay. when's this going to air? Uh, very sh within a week. Within a week? So. Uh, within a couple days. Okay, well, here's this. For you on point listeners, on point with Garrett Weaver listeners, I'm going to give you some <laughs> insiders. I'm going to give them some insider shit. So you have to listen to this podcast. You have to tag me in a comment. Let me know you heard. How about okay. if they do that, they tag us. They tag you or me and you you let me know or they tag me mm -hmm. and they let me know that they listen to this. I'll count a bonus entry. Shoot hey, me there you go. I'm going to put that there on Go Wild too. Yeah, please do. So yeah. to back up what you're saying though and to back up a little bit. So when approaching some of these companies, you're right, man. Like I've really – I've been very specific about some of the stuff I'm looking for and I've been very specific about – like, let me make this clear. There's a difference that in people that we are partnered with. And then there's a difference in things that I've asked for because I've used them or I like what the company's messages or their standard of quality. And mm -hmm. I want to, I want to give the opportunity for somebody to win that that may not have had the opportunity said otherwise. Right. Cause some of this stuff financially, Oh man, let's get into it. So <laughs> Like, SE Knives, we, you're here to hear first on On Point with Garrett Weaver, unless you're in my real close circle of group of people, Kong Valley Collective is proud to announce that we are going to partner with SE Knives for 2019 in their lifestyle and hunting ambassador right on. style. So that being said, 
when I approached Essie Nice, I talked to them about why I wanted to be work with them, what I love about them, and what we were looking for. And that conversation escalated from giveaway items to how we could benefit each other in a mutual partnership. So SE Knives has donated a SE5 knife, which I believe is about 190 bucks, oh, roughly. Wow. Don't quote me. Mm-hmm. So that, that's one item that is towards the end of this. You'll see it towards the finales that, that's going to be available for somebody to win. That one will be random draw. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then... So when I first started this, to answer your question about some of the bigger things, I wanted to get guys like you and like, <clears throat> I'm going to give this shout out real quick because I forgot on Royce's, but this guy has been a mentor, a friend, a just all around great guy. And I'm sure you're familiar with him, but Ray Kozadar of Pacific Giants. Yeah, I, he, I, I've talked with him a little bit. Ray is a phenomenal human being. Um, so I wanted, when I... And check out his content because it's cool. That guy's a slayer. Him and his group of guys are just passionate about being outside, and they're really good at killing Roosevelt bulls. They're, they're, they are, they are uh, aptly and properly named. I'll put it that way. Those guys are killers. Yes, they are, and they're <laughs> phenomenal people. They are phenomenal people, also. So, yeah. but anyway, there's your shout out, Ray. Um, yeah. And he's a he's a very good listener, anyway, a very um, uh, loyal I listener want- to the show too. So I appreciate you giving him a shout out. Yeah, thanks, man. So guys like Ray and you and then Sage with Chase and Moby, check him out too, people. But Mm -hmm. so when I was when I originally thought of this, I wanted a a chance to show. Let's just call it the world. I wanted a chance to show the community, I guess, some of these guys that are up and coming and some of these guys that have been doing it that may not have been known. Mm -hmm. That really gets back to the basis of the hometown legend type of thing. Right. Like just because they don't got. 200,000 followers doesn't mean that these guys aren't legitimate great spokesmen for what I personally believe the outdoor industry to be or the or the direction I think it should go or mm-hmm. representations of that right so you know there's a Chase and Moby giveaway coming um, he's donated us some swag so thank you Sage for that in advance man I really appreciate it um, <laughs> I but, actually talked to him the, right before the podcast <laughs> oh okay right on yeah so Good Sage guy. is getting involved and then and his message is phenomenal too man and then ray and so i got mixture i got some swag because i mean you can't do giveaways without gear right man i got so much vortex stuff it's not even funny Hmm. great company with a great warranty and that's something i thought that a lot of people could use so this won't air before then but on monday night we're giving away or maybe it will Monday night, we're giving away a pair of Vortex binoculars with a hat, with a flag, and a bag. That's our weekly grand prize for this first week. And uh, hmm. one of my personal partners is Riton Optics. They're out of Arizona, veteran and off- law enforcement owned. That's going to go randomly towards the end of this also to somebody else to put on their gun and hopefully shoot an elk or a deer or something yeah. with. Um, well, I'll tell you, you're, got, you're not, um, not, I don't blame you. Uh, you're not disclosing my favorite giveaway, which I think you already know which one it is, and I have one, and I wish I had another one. Um, it, I just want to allude to people that are listening to this thing. Um, you know, the the title of this podcast is probably going to be the Kong Valley 31 Days of Giveaways because there is some seriously legit stuff coming around the corner that I I would be super stoked if I if I won. I'm not even going to enter because I want somebody else 
to, to have what I, what I have, um, back here that I use, but there's some, on the patio you're talking. Yeah. There's some really cool shit you guys got coming and, and I'm not just, you know, hyping that, that there are some really cool prizes that I can't believe you guys got, um, companies. Well, I can with your passion and stuff. And that's where I'm going with that. Once people see what you guys have done for the giveaways, they're going to understand what we're talking about better. And I'll upload this probably tonight just so guys know that they can get involved and get more um, entries uh, for Monday's um, giveaway. But people are going to understand that you guys uh, aren't huge. You're, you're still relatively small, right? You, you started, you started Kong Valley officially not even that long ago and you have lined up some pretty Officially damn awesome the first. yeah and you guys have got some pretty damn good sponsors for this pot or for this uh for this giveaway so um after after it's all over said and done and february hits guys might maybe come and listen them back to this podcast or maybe they'll hit them like hey you know what they were right you know maybe maybe there is something to what uh you know you're saying on here and and there is i'm absolutely telling you because the proof is in the pudding yeah. Well, I mean, dude, I say it like this. I live by this passion over everything, right? Mm -hmm. Honestly, what drives me to get up at three o'clock in the morning, lace my crispy boots up and go to town? What drives me to do that? Passion, man. Huh. The overwhelming desire to do something greater than I ever thought possible. There is something that beckons at my soul that says, get up and get uncomfortable mm -hmm. because those are the times I've grown the most. And those are the times I'd be, I've experienced the most. And those are the things that I cherish the most. I'm glad so, you said that because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a motivational speaker or anything, but I've been around, um, for a few years, I went through this mentorship program, uh, for probably four years, got around some very successful guys, um, not in the hunting industry, but business industry in general. I grew so much just listening and getting around those guys. But one thing that I learned is if you look at your comfort zone, like a circle, like a bubble around you, nothing good happens in that freaking circle. Nothing productive, nothing growth, nothing really happens until you start getting outside that comfort zone and all growth is centered around change. So if, if you're not growing, you're not changing enough. You know, it's, 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 it's all, you know, I, I've said it before on the podcast, you know, complacency sucks and complacency also kills. So yes, it does. it's just, I'm glad you said that because I've, I've learned that a long time ago and you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable and that's yep. how you know you're in the right spot. That's how you know that you're growing. So exactly. And dude, that's one thing, like I can't stress to all these guys that are wondering what really pushed me to do it. Like it's not a comfortable thing for me to be out here and put my face behind something, especially hunting related. I'm, I'm not some super accomplished guy that's got six, three fifty bulls or mm -hmm. seven, one thirty black tails or something like dude. I'm just, I cannot stress this enough, man. My team is just a group of guys that care about being passionate and about making a change in a broken culture. We want to connect the dots for people, man. We want to show people that anybody, no matter you're an electrician, a plumber, a janitor, it doesn't matter, man. If, if you have a dream and you have a plan with hard work and a lot of uncomfortableness, like 
you can be anybody you want to be. You know what I mean? And you can do things that your mind never thought was possible. And for me personally, with the military and everything like that, the whole reason I joined the Marine Corps specifically was because it was specifically the one branch of the military that I told myself as a kid, I could never do that. That is something I cannot do. And so when I did decide to join, I went after that one thing that I didn't think I could do. Right? We're all we're all people. It's the same thing. If you cut me open, you cut you open, Garrett. We're both bleed red, right? Right. We both have a heartbeat that keeps us alive and makes it to where we can do this. Mm-hmm. So and we both have an expiration date, right? But what sets us apart is the fact that before that expiration date, I'm gonna climb that freaking mountain. I'm gonna step up. I'm going to grow to this point. I'm going to become this person. And that doesn't mean you've got to be famous, man. I mean, this applies to everything you do in life. That's the beautiful thing about it, man. It's not about trying to get famous or be somebody. And let me tell you that my crew has been directed. When I say this, my legends, my staff, everybody that's involved in this Christian, you know, the guys we've involved in this giveaway, um, they're not at all centered on how can I be something that somebody isn't this is about how can we bring value to this community how can we make a difference in a broken and dark world right Mm -hmm. and so that's what this is about man and that's why i preach this principle to people about passion over everything is because if you're going to do something don't do it half-assed you're embarrassing yourself when you do that Just like I said, when these guys go to me or you or anybody else and they're like, let's just use you. Hey, Garrett, I want to get on a podcast with you. You're like, yeah, dude, that sounds great. What do you want to talk about? And they're like, fish. And you're like, cool. (laughs) What about fish? Right? (laughs) Right. You're like, what about fish? Okay. Well, if the other guy's like, well, I like rainbow trout, you're going to be like, yeah, okay, cool, man. Come back and see me in a year. Right. But if that guy's like, Listen, man, I know fishing's not your forte, but here's what I can tell you is that bass fishing in North Carolina, like my man Ricky, that's one of our legends, is so incredibly phenomenal that I work a full-time job and I still do 30 hours a week and I just want to share with people how they can pursue that and some techniques. You're going to be like, well, you've already, like you discussed with Cody Rich, you've already done half my homework for me. Mm -hmm. What else is there in that, right? And then your value your value scale is already at 40% right there. Now you're just looking for that last 11% to make it worth your time to put it on the air or to record or at least feel it out. And that will give you a 10 minute second shot essentially, right? It's the same thing with approaching companies. It's the same thing with doing things that you didn't think you could do. It's the, in the uh, elk hunting specifically, the difference between, being in the woods at seven o'clock in the morning and getting to the woods at seven o'clock in the morning sometimes is everything. Correct? Yeah, absolutely. So especially hunting public land. <laughs> especially hunting public land, dude. You decided that twenty minutes worth of sleep, that might have just costed you your gate. Right. 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 So when you go to do this, always put your best foot forward. And I firmly believe that that goes far beyond hunting, fishing, hiking, any of that. I believe that goes with your job. That goes with parenting. That goes with everything. 
no matter what you decide to do, man, you got to do it wholeheartedly. And that's what we're here to show people. If we don't punch any tags in 2019, fingers crossed, that's not the case. But if we don't in my crew, you are still going to see our content and our message remain the same because that's not what we entered this to do. And authenticity is everything to us, right? So we're going to be capturing that entire journey that went into it. And if that ends with walking in the door with a rack over my back and a European mount on my wall, great. If that ends with throwing my freaking tags in a bowl and taking a picture, posting it on Instagram, I'm going to tell the whole truth, man. I don't care about the end result. What I care about is what I did to get there. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to make me successful. And so many people think that it's about whether you got meat in your freezer, or you got antlers on your wall. It's not, man. Did you get off your couch? Yeah. Did you get out? Did you take time off of work? Yeah. You did something outside of what your normal hustle is? Yeah. Congratulations, man. You were already successful the minute you did that. Find a freaking win no matter what you're doing. I like that message, man. And, and especially, you know, the, uh, whether we're success, successful or not, we're still going to make an impact, I think, is a valuable thing for folks to take away. Let's go ahead and get some closing thoughts from you. Is there anything that you want guys to do? I'd like to have you at least uh, reiterate, you know, where can they follow you on Instagram and uh, how do they get entered in these giveaways that you're doing? Yeah, man. I want to close with some thoughts and then I'll give you my Instagram. My thoughts are this. If, if you're ever in a dark time or you're in a place that you don't think you know or you're just going through something, please reach out. Uh, you can reach out to us on our Instagram or you can reach out to us on personal pages, which we'll get into here in a minute, but don't be afraid to reach out and say, you need help. You have a question. You need something. That's what we're here to do. We're here to unite a community. If you're not a hunter and you're more of a fisherman, reach out and tell us that, man, we want to hear from people. That's the biggest thing with, with what we've launched this initiative, if you will, this movement is we want to take these passionate guys. And more importantly, if you think your voice doesn't matter, wake the hell up. Every Mm -hmm. single one of you are an ambassador and a representation for this life that we love and we live Mm -hmm. and that we get to have, you know, and if you woke up today, count that as a win, man. That's my closing thought. If you woke up and you're listening to this podcast, you've already won today because you got another shot to start over. You know, don't let yesterday define who you are. Be aggressive, be the best version of you, and more importantly, be better than you were the day before. You can check us out on Instagram at Kong Valley underscore collective. If you could put that in the notes, that'd be cool, man. Yep. You can reach out to me personally at JMet underscore Kong Valley. That's my Instagram. You can find me on Go Wild, which is an incredible community at Jonathan Metcalf. Send me a message, shoot me a text message. If you're somebody that needs something, you know, reach out to Garrett. Garrett has my number now. Garrett has, he talks to me. If you need anything, people reach out. If you come to me with the handout, I'm going to bitch slap you because we don't do that. (laughs) We want to see you work for it. We want to see you. We want to see you really. Ultimately, we just want to see you all happy and doing what you always do. Absolutely. I I think that go wild would be, um, I'm a a big fan of it and, and, uh, the things that they have coming are pretty cool. And, and, uh, it's very, very community minded. Um, everybody there is like minded. You're full of guys that are hunting, hiking, fishing, and uh, it's just a, just a great platform. And I've talked about it. I don't know how many times on here, but um, you know, there's going to be. A, they grew like six times last year. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. Man. Yeah, everybody's it's, super, super 
friendly and there's so many cool stories on there. Yeah. So, well, I appreciate you for, for coming on the show and giving me your time, John. And, and, uh, I am really excited to hopefully see somebody listen to this thing, get a hold of you and say, how do I become a legend? You know, how, (laughs) how do I work with you? And and that would just make my day. So uh, best of luck to you on your, on, especially on your giveaways, man. I, I just smiling at what you have lined up. Just, it just, it gives it, it motivates me, and uh, I just know that it's going to really help you guys grow. It's going to bless somebody that wins your prizes, and uh, your your platform's a great platform, man. And I love promoting guys that are doing the right thing. Yeah, dude, I truly appreciate it. And one last thing, man, mm-hmm. I want to tell you, keep grinding, man. And I w- I want to encourage you to know that everything you're doing is for a reason, and that man, guys like you are the reason guys like me are doing what we're doing. So mm-hmm. take that for what it's worth to you, man, and just know truly and for all your listeners man you guys are our life you guys are our lifeblood man we we can't thank you enough for your time for even listening to this podcast listen to me ramble mm-hmm. i just want you all to know that the reason that this is a thing is because of all of you garrett i want you to know because of you guys like me were able to come out of my shell and make a stand man so thank hey, you that's a huge compliment and i i think the guys especially on go while are going to eat this thing up and and uh I want to see you grow, man. I'm going to be following up with you later this year, and and, uh, you can tell me all about your successes. So thanks for coming on the show, brother. Yeah, man. Let's try to catch a hunt or something in 2020 (laughs) or something. Yeah, I'm totally down. So we'll catch you on the next one. Sounds good, brother. See ya. All right, guys, that's this episode of the podcast. Thanks, John, for coming on to the show. Appreciate you and all of, all the time that you spent and what you're doing for your platform is really impressive for giving getting all these giveaways uh, set up and following through and just executing your game plan. It's really awesome to see guys going out with the game plan and executing it right off the bat. Uh, I love work ethic, and it sounds like yours is quite awesome. So uh, for folks that want to follow the Kong Valley Collective, go on to Instagram. I'll put links to all their stuff down below. And uh, be sure to get yourself entered in these giveaways. And like he said, uh, tag. I will come up with a post um, with the Kong Valley Collective emblem on Instagram and tag him in the post to get your extra entry in their drawings. Trust me, you're going to want to do this. They have some awesome stuff coming around the corner. Uh, If you guys want to help out the podcast, you can give it a five-star review on iTunes or become a patron. Patrons, basically, you're going to hear me talking and and just on on all the podcasts about this. Patrons have a huge say in what the show does, how it goes, how the conversation goes. They get their questions answered. They have exclusive content. And uh, I'm just constantly sweetening that pot for guys that want to do it. The money that is made in, in... it's a volunteer army. Any value of, of donations goes directly back into the podcast, but I plan on having exclusive giveaways and there's exclusive content uh, coming around the corner for guys that sign up. That's www.patreon.com slash onpointpodcast. Or if somebody wants to do it the old-fashioned way and go and buy a hat, <laughs> you can go to the onpointpodcast.com website. And that's also my media hub for all the content. That's kind of a central area where you can access the YouTube or the iTunes and also buy a hat. All of it's on the onpointpodcast.com. So things are cooking right now, guys. Hopefully everybody else is out there having a great 2019, and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.